Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tea. The Tuesday Tea. There we go. We did it. We're figuring it out. Jess is the only one who can do an English accent. You know, I'm going to perfect it. I'm going to work on it. So then it's going to be the stellar intro with um, some solid English accents. Okay. Uh, Maybe um, Jake can do... Actually, no, you can usually change your background in... No, not in Skype. What is... Can you change your background in Skype, too? Oh. You get, like, the Eiffel Tower in the background. And, like, all that that stuff. Put a hat on. Or beret. Yeah. Look at us. Okay. Last time I said I was going to write down what the topic was, and then I did, and then I don't know where I put it in my notebook because I always, like, skip through a bunch of pages. So now we made up a new one. So if you watched last week's and you're like, oh, I'm super excited for the next Tuesday Tea because it's going to be a topic that I really like. I'm sorry that I forgot what it is. I think we're going to remember it. It's going to come up. We're going to be like, you know what? There it is. Okay. And then I'm going to write it down for real. I'm going to write it on a sticky note and I'm going to stick it on my computer because that's how you have sticky notes all over your desk. But like my desk moves so much in the house that Um, like I technically I have like a desk, but it's like a standing desk and it's more of like um, a workstation. It kind of looks like. Yeah, it's more for like crafts, like a craft table. So yeah, now our retired dining room table because this used to be the dining room, but it's now a walk-in closet. It's a mess. Anyway, um, today we're going to talk about being on the phone, being on your phone in the gym and how that's kind of a polarizing debate because you have the old people who think that all you're doing is, I don't know, texting. And then you have the young people who kind of understand and then you have the people in the middle who take advantage of both. I think I'm in the middle. Not even going to lie. Like, I think, like, some days I'm, like, that grandma that's, like, giving, like, the stink eye to someone that's clearly you're texting and you're hogging the machine for, like, 25, 30 minutes and you've only done, like, two sets. But then there's some days where I'm like, hey, that bro brought his freaking vlogging crew and he's about to like max out on his deadlift. Like you go dude. And then I'll like search him on YouTube or something to find out there. If he's actually strong. Yeah. Or if they actually have like a following or something. So I think I fall in the middle of that. I don't know. It just depends on like, I think it also depends on the gym that you go to. Yeah. Cause like in the gym that I go to right now, there's three people who train with us at the same time. So, and like everyone has their phones out, but we're never like waiting for equipment because there's like enough and like we don't yeah. use machines or anything like that. But when I went to Crunch, it's like, we, have, we live in like a community that's like a lot of college kids and a lot yeah. of like college fitfluencers. And it's really hard when it's like a girl, I don't want to keep bringing up sexy workouts, but like it's a girl who's just doing like dumbbell hip thrusts, but she has yep. like a ring light here and then a vlogging camera here, her phone set up here. And it's like taking up so much area that like, yep. you don't want to walk through her video. So you like can't get to another part. It's just, to me, I feel like that's a little bit inconsiderate. And I get like, it might even be your job to be a fitfluencer, but like maybe choose a time that it's not busy. Like maybe come like really early in the morning or like really late at night where you're not like taking up a ton of space just doing dumbbell hip thrusts like a one rm deadlift like a super cool one rm deadlift like maybe it's like a personal thing but like that's cool to watch like i don't need right. to watch you do five sets of hip, dumbbell hip thrusts 
Yeah, a and bit I guarantee it's it's probably one of those things where it's like it's not even because I've done this before. I will, you know, I would be the first to admit it. Like, I will do extra sets of something if I took a video. Usually, when I take videos, it's for like my clients, but like that's besides the point. I will do extra sets of something just to make sure, like in the video, you can see what I'm trying to like show. Yeah. So I guarantee, like sister over here with her ring light is like doing a bunch of different sets for angle purposes just mm-hmm. to get get those followers on the gram man like that's you know i've never brought a ring light to the gym though that's no um, that's something new i've never i, I actually, haven't even seen anyone do that so that's weird for me uh in the lighting isn't even bad at like the old commercial gym that i went to i just maybe you just i don't know need less shadow somewhere but like we have like a guy friend like I don't really know if we consider him a friend. He's like an acquaintance, but he has like two cameras going at once. He has like um like a vlogging video camera that has like one of those like poofy microphones on the front, and then like a regular camera to the side. And just he makes like a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff with it. And like, if you're watching this, Skylar, like I'm really sorry, but that's a lot. It's too <laughs> much. You also go at noon, and like he's like has like you know how Paul always gets mad about like people taking up two of the cable flies. Yeah. No, you're only supposed to get one. He's like got like the lat pull down and the cable flies and the like the row part. So he's got all of it, and it's just it's a little bit much, man. Like if you want to film all this stuff, you have it. Like there are other small gyms that you can go to too that aren't like as populous. You're like taking up people's time. Um, That's like on a whole other side. I guess that's not even phones anymore. That's like making a production out of your entire like gym session yeah yeah and like to me it's like are you even actually getting a workout in at that point or like would you I wonder if like these like influencers have to schedule like um actual time like out of their day just to go back to the gym to not even work out but like actually just to record shit yeah just like you know hey my workout looks this perfect all the time and I have this really cute outfit on all the time and like you don't see sweat and like I have makeup on and this lighting is perfect. And like it's happens like that all the time. Like, you know, and I, I think that to... feeds into like a very negative, like stereotype for women in the gym also, because like now women don't feel like they can go in their husband's t-shirt and like basketball shorts. Like yeah. now they feel like they have to buy like a really nice outfit, have good hair. And like, that's not the truth. Like I love athletic clothes like don't get me wrong and I love to spend money on like a matching set and stuff but yeah if it comes down to it like I can go in a t-shirt and like yeah you're getting the same workout in no matter how much like what you look like and then it also goes back to like are they actually working out probably not because like I'll take videos we do take a ton of videos of ourselves in the gym but like most of the time I'm either sending it to like my coach to be like I'm pretty sure I messed this workout up like yeah, I'm doing this wrong. I can't get this skill down, or I like I know that I'm missing something in this exercise, um, which goes on the other side of like the polarizing debate of like people being on their phone. Like if you are doing like a skill based workout and you're like I cannot get this down, like and you're sending videos to your coach, that's like a whole other thing. You don't need a ring light for that one. You don't need no, like yeah. a fancy vlogging camera. You just need your phone. Um, but now I'm trying to. Lexi took a very good video of us, like, laying on the floor yesterday, like, covered in sweat. Yeah. And I was like, we didn't, like, start, like, it. an anti-sexy 
uh-huh. workout. Like it's okay to like look like this in a workout. Like when you're sweating and you're red and you're like got a heat rash, which I used to get all the time. We talked about this. I yeah. freaking get them, dude. It sucks. Yeah. I would get like a heat rash mustache. I don't know. Like it would like start here and then go all the way down my chest. Like it would never like go up here, which yeah. is like normal where people get a heat rash, but I would get like a mustache. I'm like, oh, I just I think that's like really good. That's a really good idea. Next time I go to the gym, if I all of a sudden start breaking out in hives, I'm going to take pictures of it and it's going to be embarrassing. But at the same time, I think that's more of a reason, more of a reason to share it because like I get like super like self-conscious about it and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I can't itch my neck because if I do, it's going to make it worse. And like, I wonder what these people think is like going on with me. Like I try to like not think about it. Yeah. I'm sure there, there has to be like other women that like go through similar things or just like that whole um like self um oh I just lost the word gosh dang it (laughs) I I just yeah I just I just said it though and I forgot what I just said I have I don't know too many holes in my brain yeah I don't know anyway whatever but if I feel that way I'm sure there's other women that deal with it too so I'm going to, maybe we'll start that every time we get all sweaty and gross and. Oh, that's like every day for us. Cause now we're training. Lexi has, um, only works at the bar now. So we get to train twice a day on most days, oh, like fun. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Um, yeah. but Tuesday and Thursday we don't, which is why I can record today. Um, but we also don't really have time to like come home and shower in between. So we just like sit yeah. around the house being gross and go right back. And then we're even like, you get double gross. Yeah, you're already gross to begin with. Um, right. Also in CrossFit, like you um, are, you spend a lot of time like rolling on the ground, um, yeah. so you get covered in dirt. Can never ever wear white. That's like a kind of like a rule. It's like an unspoken rule. It's just like don't do it because you're just gonna be covered in dirt in like five minutes. Um, also, like when you sweat a lot, white gets see through. But yeah. like, also, I took a really good video of myself. I'll put out. That'll be my today is like sexy workout. Like, all you can see is, like, my butt sweat through my shorts. And I'm like, well, this is the whole – because I didn't, like, think about it, like, when I was recording it. But, like, all it is is, like, me with my back turned to the camera. And it's just, like, a bunch of, like, uh, dumbbell cleans. And I'm like, well, all you could see is my butt sweat. But, I mean, we be sweating. Like, when you're working out, you unfortunately sweat in every part of your body. Your butt and your boobs sweat. Everything sweats. And, like, girls get really self-conscious about that. But, like, the more you – that's make fun of yourself for it. I think the more comfortable you get with it, the more you're okay with being like actually working hard. It shows how hard you're working. I agree. And self-conscious was that what you said? Self? Well, you just said it. I think I, I said self-confidence. Self-conscious. What did you just say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You said something, and I was like, "That's the word that I was looking for." Um, oh, this is gonna be like a tag game back and forth trying to figure out what the word is it's fine you'll say it again or I'll say it and then I'll figure it out um yeah no I think uh because like I don't know like your guys's gym is like definitely different than like the powerhouse that I go to like it's very like we're like a commercial gym and so you see like the girls that like walk around and they have like the cute outfits on I am one of them I'm not even gonna mm-hmm. lie about it like that is me but there's like this, 
like they set it up to where you can't come in and just like train and get all sweaty and gross like that without people kind of looking at you like are you okay like if a guy were to do that that's fine because like you get all the bodybuilder bros like that come in and they do their thing they're grunting throwing shit everywhere whatever but if like a female were to come in and do it that way like train that way in that space you definitely get like you get the looks you get like people that are like are you like what is going on like it's kind of and I could see how for women that like want to train really hard would feel intimidated or, or like discouraged. Yeah. Uncomfortable for like being able to just train the ways that they want to train without feeling like they have to worry about what people are thinking or looking at them, um, which sucks. But I mean, I guess it used to happen to us a lot because we had like um, we just couldn't get into a CrossFit gym at the end of the year last year because they were all closed and. Well, the one that we had gone to for the longest time was closed. And like, we had the option of training in our garage, which in Florida, it's like 105 degrees on like a good day. And then inside your garage, it's like 120 degrees on a good day. And we just got like, so like sick of being in the garage, but it, one, it kind of like helped us come to terms with being gross and sweaty, like all the time. Cause like even just walking outside into the garage, like instant sweat. Yeah. But we started going to crunch towards the end of the year last year and trying to do CrossFit in a commercial gym is just like a ticket for everybody to stare at you. Like you can't yeah. handstand walk because immediately you have people come and like, we would actually tell Thomas, we would be like, Hey, can you like dumb these down? Like yeah. just let us do like some power cleans and pull-ups and push-ups. Like we're, we're fine with that for right now. Cause like just and you start doing a muscle up people. in the gym, yeah. people come by and like, we we're very nice for a while and we'd have people come over and be like, Hey, can you teach me how to do this? And like, Oh, I love ask you. Yeah. And like, I love teaching people anything and especially gymnastics. So that's my background. So we would spend like 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then by the time we look at the clock, we're like, all right, like we got half our workout done. And the other half was trying to teach this person who can't do a muscle up, how to do a muscle up. And, um, that goes also into like gym etiquette with people who like, could just leave us alone, but they yeah. don't. And yeah. it was just unfortunate, but it kind of goes in the same, like if women want to train hard or train in a specific way, they feel like they can't because they're going to get looked at or talked to. And that was a hundred percent the case for us. Or we got told yeah. like in the beginning, when we first went to crunch, we were like, Hey, we do like a lot of Olympic weightlifting and we do a lot of like handstand pushups against a wall. Like, is that okay to do here? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Minute we would kick up for our hands, and you can't do that. Right, like you can do that over in the corner on the other side of the gym where there's no paint on the walls. I was like, all right, but the GHD is over here. Can we move this over there? No. Okay. Well, can we like put a mat up against the wall? No. Okay. So our workout that's GHDs and handstand pushups. I have to walk like a one minute walk all the way over to the other side of the gym and then all the way back. I was like, we'll put the equipment back. Like we're a nice like gym people. It's just irritating. Definitely not. um, Yeah, man. A comfortable spot. Well, now you guys train in like that little dope gym that Ryan's always posting videos and stuff. You guys working out. It looks like a circus. Yeah, no, it literally does. It literally does. If there are, um, women out there who don't really who are watching this they don't really know like 
what fitness to get into. Um, aerial silks is hard. It is all upper body strength. It is all core strength. Like you think, like you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, I just hold on to the little ropes. But like, yeah, they make you do so much conditioning towards it before you even start that it's like an ab and like arm circuit before you even can like touch the ropes or like yeah. the silks. They do like a lot of like bent arm hangs and like, like your grip strength alone is like shot in like five minutes. And these ladies are like, who have been doing it for a while that we've watched like progress. Like we're just like creepy stare people too. So I'm just like, yeah. Well, yeah, with that kind of stuff, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's cool. It's like, and it's also very like, um, Katie who like runs our gym, she has a very good job of being like inclusive. So like, there's like women of every size and like, there's like different levels of like the silks and the ropes for like people who like don't have the body strength to like hold themselves up they can put their foot down on like certain ones and then like you graduate to the next one it's really cool but like some women are like they don't want to just like jump into like bodybuilding or like crossfit or anything like that and that's like a really cool place for them to start because i've watched women like lose tons of weight doing it and then yeah then kitty makes them also do like the cirque fit classes that her um fiance teaches and it's kind of like a circuit training like baby step into crossfit where they're doing like like dumbbell like bicep curls and like box step ups it's nothing crazy but it like helps them like get their endurance up this didn't mean i didn't mean to make this like a everybody go to cirque athletics thing but if you're looking but that's like garden yeah that's interesting because i think that's the question that i see frequently for women that don't um know how to get into training like they don't know where to start or what type of style of training to like start with to build up to like bodybuilding or certain um like different training styles I think that's a really good um like point to make that like like what would you recommend for someone that doesn't know where to start with like training and like how to um, make progress in certain ways. Does that make sense? Like that question yeah. that I just said, I'm kind of like all over the place. No, that's okay. It's early. It's only 1037. I'm sure that it is up it's for like a very early. long time. Um, no, and like, I want, I, I think that like people get into the notion also that like, when you want to start a fitness journey, especially because of like Instagram, like they have to start with a ton of cardio and like a ton of weightlifting and like, they have to be in a gym when in reality, like taking a few classes, like an aerial silk class, like a week is like your foot in the door and you're not yeah. getting burnt out. It's something that you look forward to. The classes are different all the time. And it's, it's the same with starting any sort of class like that. Like, and that's less expensive than um, like hiring a one-on-one coach that's remote. And like, if you really have no idea what you're doing, if you go to a class, they'll, they'll teach you everything that you need to know. And then you can kind of graduate on from that to doing things like on your own. And honestly, like when I was doing, I trained um, to be a coach at Orange Theory. So I had to take a bunch of Orange Theory classes and I was also personal training. And I think this might be illegal, but um, I would take a lot of things that I would learn from training at Orange Theory and I would bring it to like my personal training clients. And I, but like when you just take a class like that, you can take it for yourself and like you can go and do kind of emulate all the things that you were working on on your own and that's always like a good foot in the door so that you don't 
don't know, feel overwhelmed. Yeah, I think because that's like a lot of like women that don't, they're not used to training um, or like want to get into it. They get very overwhelmed very quickly because there are a lot of different aspects to training, different styles of training. So it can be very um, intimidating at first, um, trying to figure out like what you want to do. Daunting. Yeah. Um, Okay. That was a very long tangent on training. But going back to the phone thing, um, I have our boss at the bar who is, I think he's almost 60. He'll be 60 soon. And he loves to complain. He also goes to the gym at like six in the morning. So I don't know how many people are actually doing this, but he's always saying like, oh, like all I ever see is you guys on your phones and like sitting on like the machines. And I was like, well, you have to kind of like take it into like, put it into perspective. Like I have true coach on my phone and then we used to use rep count which is like where you would put all of your like sets and reps. So it would like calculate how much you would do. And then people who have like a training program that comes to their email. Yep. um, That's a lot of, that's like three different things on your phone right there that you're like reading. And like, I'm a really bad person at filling out my true coach. And then I get yelled at at the end of the week by my coach. So I've been trying to be better at like filling out my true coach on like when I'm actually working out. Yeah. Like Um, in between sets and stuff. Like what you see is someone on their phone, but like you don't see them like going through their workout. And then like, cause for me, if I don't write everything down on a board, like immediately I cannot remember more than one exercise at a time. Even yeah. if we do the same thing, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, we pretty much do the same thing all the time, but I cannot for the life of me remember what comes first or like oh. how many I'm supposed to do. So I'm like yep. constantly checking back on my phone. If I haven't written it down on a whiteboard, a lot of gyms don't offer you a whiteboard. Um, and then again, it goes back to like if to filming. If you are do you have a remote coach and you need to send them like a critique video, like of a snatch, a deadlift, or like even like a bicep curl, um, that goes into like cropping the video and then sending it to your coach. And like all four of those things could take like ten minutes to do if you have to do it sitting down. And then I feel like people look at you like, oh, you must just be like texting. Yep. No, that's stuff to do, man. Like. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I fill out, um, I try to, like, I use, I kind of use it as an excuse, filling out my, like, training template, like, as I'm going through my workouts and stuff, like, putting down, like, sets, all that kind of crap. And um, I use that as, like, one, it forces me to actually take a rest in between my sets. I feel like people that, like, kind of like judge from the side like you're on your phone and it's been like two minutes can you like hurry up I don't think people realize like you're actually supposed to have like depending on the movement like you're supposed to have a few minutes in between each set like it's okay to like sit there for a second and not go through like set after set after set and then finish four sets of however many reps in like less than a minute like wait a second like let's take a step back here um so there's that aspect to it and then I also use it as an excuse to not have to like talk to anyone like as shitty as that sounds, but like it kind of helps, like, especially if you're a female and you're in this space where it's all guys around you, like just mess around with like your, your training log, start filling stuff in, look at exercises ahead, like what exercises you have to do, what weights are you starting with all that kind of stuff. Like, so one, you have a plan of where you're going to next. I think we talked about that at one of our women's podcasts, like getting in and out of the gym kind of thing. Yep. Um, and then you don't have to like look around to see if there's any weirdos that are like eyeballing you, like they're waiting for you to like get off your phone so they can come talk to you. 
It's a great shoot. It's a great strategy. Let me tell you. Couldn't agree more. Fake phone call also works. I love fake phone calls. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I got like three more sets left. Yeah. Then I'm going to go do this. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like have a good day. Immediately start your set like right after. Nice. Sit down, do a second phone call like right after. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. I also lost my train of thought, but it'll come back to me. Oh, um, I used to train on my breaks from work, which were only like an hour and a half. And I would have to like, or I would leave work early, which I wasn't supposed to do. So I would still technically like be on the clock and I would like have to answer parent phone calls or have to answer parent emails or have to do like work on my phone. And I would like do a set, sit down, type out an email, do a set send the email down, like plan out for the day and stuff like just so that I could get in the gym when I could. And I know there's tons of people who now, especially after last year, work from home. Like you kind of got to give them that leeway that like it might look like they're texting, but they also might be sending like a business email or like, I don't know. It's just hard. I think moral of the story, like don't judge a person by like what they're doing too much. Um, Sometimes you can tell like, and I don't want to place this all on like the younger folks, but like yeah, the high school kids who already have like six of their friends surrounding them. And like the one person on the machine is on their phone. Mm-hmm. Again, can't really be judging people, but at the same time, like <sighs> yeah, that one's a little bit more irritating because for the most part, they probably aren't doing anything productive on their phone. They're probably just, on Instagram or on Snapchat. I also try to like wait to post any like videos because we post a lot of our training videos and pictures and stuff from training. I always try to yeah. wait until I like get home to do that one. Just so That's that what I usually do. And I'm a huge amount of time. Yeah. Or I'll save like, I'll take all my videos and then I'll save it for um, cardio. And That's so a good I'm one. Cardio, I can like go through my videos, crop them, do whatever I got to do with them. Unless it's like I'm sending a video like to Dom for like for, uh, like a form check um, right then and there, then yeah. But um, I like to save my videos for cardio because it makes you go by quicker. Uh, I haven't gotten, I like think about how I could used to be able to like separate cardio from like our regular training and like it actually like, gives you like time to do stuff because I used to watch like I would listen to podcasts. I'd watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, like it was such like a, a time that I could be productive. And now it's like all just mushed into one thing. And it's, there's no thought process. Actually, I have a very funny video of me, like trying to process a workout in the middle of doing the workout. And honestly, like on my face, there could be like a, like a loading bar. It's very funny. I'll post that one. That's like another thing that I love to post is like all of the things that I fail at in yeah. CrossFit. Cause not that I'm not like huge on like transparency, but again, going back to sexy workouts, like not every workout is going to be the best workout of your life. Chances are none of the workouts are going to be the best workout of your life. And like, that's okay. Like I like Lexi had a really bad back squat fail yesterday. I like ripped her ponytail out and like she posted that and it, I did not see that one. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, she might've only posted on her shit post account, but Anyway, that's a, a good reason to have a shit post account. You can po- put all bad stuff in your <laughs> Yeah. All like the kind of keep it as shit. like a, a diary. Um but I feel like you never really see like like the really like top tier fit influencers. They never post like the 
deadlifts that are too heavy to get off the ground or like them after like a cardio session laying on the floor dying. So I think more, the more that we get to like this, um, I don't want to use the word transparency again, but like the more that we get people more comfortable sharing the not highlights of their workout, the more realistic it starts to seem. Cause I think like from like an outsider's perspective, if I like, I'm just starting a fitness journey. I've been following this one fitfluencer for a long time. She looks great doing all of her workouts. And then I start trying to like emulate that, but like I have a horrible day and like you just get into this mindset, like, well, maybe this isn't for me. Like she's always like got a perfect workout going. She always looks so nice. Like she's not sweating to death and like she can afford nice clothes. And then there's me who I sweat like a pig and like, I have to wear like t-shirts cause like, I don't feel comfortable wearing like cute outfits or I can't afford those cute outfits. Like it's right. just kind of like a negative cycle where they never feel like it, like that they can be comfortable in the gym, just being like who they are. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point. Need to kind of lower the standard of like what they consider like a good workout. Yeah. Like, a good workout is any workout that you accomplish. Like any workout that you got to the gym and did is a good workout, especially in the beginning. You just got to like, because a lot of people say like the hardest thing about getting into like a gym routine is getting to the gym. So um, it's like you showed up. Yeah, no, yeah. there's a lot of truth behind that. Like seriously. And then it's like, I've even noticed like the, there are certain like influencers that will, um, like post like you know the post workout picture or video or whatever and it's like part of me feels like they're kind of like um like playing along this like oh that workout was so hard like I feel like you can see yeah there's like this um this fine line between like that workout actually kicked my ass and I literally cannot breathe. Like the Instagram story that you tagged me in the other day with you and Lexi laying on the floor. Like you guys literally got like, you were dead because you, you busted your ass. And then there's like, I just did my workout guide or my workout thing that I'm selling for however much money (laughs) kind of thing. Like they put in their own plug. Yeah. They put in their own plug and then they're like, oh, like, that was so hard. Like, look at all this sweat. And it's like, I actually don't think that is accurate, but okay. Or they went so and sat in the sauna. Like yeah, and like, like I sat in the sauna. Sweaty. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. We um, we just, like, recently got a new girl in, like, the fitness accelerator who actually is local, so I get to see her all the time. Um, yeah. We went out to breakfast with her not too long ago, and we started talking oh, about cute. people. Yeah, so she's she's super nice. Um, she actually went to UCF with us too, which somehow we never crossed paths. Yeah. And like she's Ryan and I's age. Um, wow, that's so funny. Yeah, and it's, it's a crazy small world in Florida. I tell you, um, we went to breakfast with her and we started talking about like commercial gyms that we had been to around here. And I guess she was um, friends with one of like the like kind of local like bigger name influencers, yeah. still kind of minor, but um, had lots of following. Yeah. Um, and she would like she kind of like just like sold her out and she was like yeah I would watch her do like one exercise like or like one set of something over here one set of something over here like she was actually not working out and she's like I know that everybody kind of like has this notion that they're not working out but she was like this person was actually not working out she was like literally doing one Flip set thing. Yeah. yeah and I was like wow that's it's like kind of comforting to hear because like you want to 
talk yourself out of being negative about influencers like that because like you want to kind of be more understanding but she just sold her straight out and I was like so I was right this whole time yeah good to know I wonder if there's like some like maybe because I'm not like I think there's a difference may I don't know I don't know um walk with me for a second with what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say so as a fit influencer I wonder if there's just like once you get to a certain level of like a certain amount of following or like your business takes off like if it just comes along with choosing to be that as like your full-time job you kind of have to accept the fact of like I might have to like be kind of shitty in certain aspects like the whole like I'm gonna I'm gonna like record workouts as if I'm actually doing them And I'm just going to have to go with it because like, that's like something you're choosing to do. Like, I wonder if there's like a lifestyle as like a fitness influencer where it's like, you're accepting that there's certain parts of you that you're going to have to kind of look like a piece of shit in a way, not to like sound like that, but I wonder, cause like, I could only imagine if I had like a couple million followers and like what my day would look like, how I would have to like present myself on social media Um, If there's even a way where you can be fully transparent, I mean, I'm sure there is, but you just have to have really thick skin because I can imagine it's probably not the nicest things. Right. I only follow one, like, I don't know another word to use aside from top tier. They follow like one, like top tier fitfluencer that I really genuinely like. Her name is Morgan Maroney. And she, she just didn't really... Yeah, she didn't come from, like, the bodybuilding space. She came from, like, the gymnastics space. And she does, like, a lot of hand balancing and stuff. But she's usually, like, if you watch her video, like, her YouTube videos, she, like, she does a pretty good job of being, like, 100% transparent. She, like, is a gym shark. Yeah, she's an athlete, uh, athlete. right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you watch her YouTube videos, she, like, talks about, like, I don't know, things that, like, the other influencers don't talk about, like, how she has, like, really bad, like, uh, digestive issues and, like, other, like, um, tracking her cycle. She's, like, this whole thing on, like, why it's, like, good uh, coming off birth control and, like, tracking your cycle and stuff. She does, like, a little bit more in-depth of, like, actually being transparent. And her workouts aren't, like, crazy intense. But, like, then she'll do her, like, the days that she goes to, like, her gymnastics gym and... She does stuff that I wouldn't ever be able to do in a million years. I don't know. She's like a different yeah. stick than like everyone else. But I think that she does like a pretty good job of like walking that line of yeah. like still maintaining like whatever she has to maintain for Gymshark, but at the same time kind of being more like reasonable. She also did like a whole like behind the scenes of like her getting her boobs done, which like a lot of like the oh. influencers don't even talk about like having a boob having job. Them done, like, yeah. It's like an hour and a half long video of her being like, this is where I went. This is why I picked them. This is who I wanted to look like. Like, this is like, and it was, I don't know, kind of like nice to hear that you're being like honest about work that you've had done. Yeah. So that like, don't just look at you like, oh, you have like a perfect body. Right. Like, okay, relatable. Well, yeah. I have a perfect body, but like part of it's fake. Right. Like disclaimer. Cause I feel like, like you said, they don't do that. Or like, you know, um, people will ask like influencers, like, Hey, like, do you have 
this and this done or did you get this done and i feel like it's a very vague like surface level answer like yeah i got this done or like they'll kind of talk around it kind of thing like no one's very um like detailed or open about certain things and like to each their own like i guess like that's your choice um but yeah i definitely think there's like a difference between there's like the very genuine people that are like influencers that like do a great job. And then I, there's obviously like the influencers that don't do a great job. <laughs> it's yeah, all like they want to plug like all their own stuff. So yeah. instead of showing, like teaching someone how to work out, they show what's in there. Like there's nothing wrong with like a booty guide, but like that's like all that they're sharing. But there's like no, like, um, teaching you how to do the exercise it's just these are the exercises that are in there so i think they can just do a little bit of a better job of breaking it down yeah i feel like we gotten off on a couple of tangents but they're good tangents now these are all about like the false uh picture that influencers paint for women who like start in the gym maybe try like to not follow any of them Unless they really inspire you, which, like, I can very much say that I've been inspired almost none by yeah. influencers like that. Um, people that I love to follow um, are, and I hate always bringing up CrossFit because it's not, like, everyone's cup of tea. But there are some really young women out in, like, the CrossFit world right now who it's hard not to be inspired by, like, someone who is if I were to go head to head with this 17 year old, she would put me in a grave. Like yeah. they are like, they're like years beyond <laughs> anything that I could ever do. And like, they're doing this, like, like Mal O'Brien, for example, like she's built like a brick shit house. Like she's so buff, but she's 17. And like being buff like that in high school, like I can't even imagine like how yeah. people stare at her, the questions that she gets asked, like, just people in general talking to her. So like, she's just like kind of like out on her own little planet right now. Like just doing it, like just like competing with these women who are like five, six, seven, eight times games athletes and just literally putting them to sleep. And like, that's so cool to me. Like, and that's, there's like no doctoring. You can't doctor things like that. Like you can't fake CrossFit workouts. Well, I guess you could, but like not on TV. Like, right. not, like, in a live stream. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's, like, the inspiring stuff. Or I follow, like, and they make fun of me all the time. I follow these, like, I follow this one gymnast who has Down syndrome. And she's, like, um, a world champion gymnast in, that's like, the amazing. Special Olympics. And, yeah. like, watching her do, she just started CrossFit. It's, like, watching her do CrossFit. I'm, like, not if she can do it. Anyone can do it. But, like, it's just. I don't know. It makes me feel like very good on the inside that like she found like a positive space for exercise and like no one's judging her for like the way that she looks or the way that she acts. And I don't know. I have lots of kids with disabilities, which is like my secret, like motivation in life. Um, Finding more like wholesome people to follow like that. Even like some like the older CrossFit women are very open to talking about like struggles that they have and I think CrossFit is just more of like a space where 
they're open about how hard working out is and like how ugly it can be and like how you're going to get hurt and how you're going to like have bad days. And it can also be um, a little bit of like a religious space, which like I try to stay away from like the super religious people, not for like any real reason, but like it just doesn't fall in line with like my necessarily like my um, beliefs. Yeah. But for those of you out there who are very religious, like that's like another whole other avenue to go with those people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe stay out of like the 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 bodybuilding uh, fitness people because they don't um, yeah. they don't be necessarily saying what you need to be hearing. There's also like a lot of um, CrossFit women who advocate for women eating more, which I like because yep. a lot of just like by the volume of training that they do, they say like in the beginning, like I thought that in order to like stay light to like be a, good at the gymnastics stuff and cross it, like I couldn't eat enough. And then yeah, I was like, Oh, my training was suffering. My hair was falling out. Like I lost my cycle. Like, and then I like got with a coach who said like, I have to be eating pretty much three times as much. And cross it's like another place that like what you look like doesn't matter too much. Cause like you see girls with like, rolls and all that and they're killing you they're actually like right. again putting you to sleep that doesn't yeah, matter what is the focus like. the focus is different with like your mm-hmm. goals and stuff it's less of an aesthetic thing it's more of like what you're lifting like weight wise yep strength but i think that that can leak over into the rest of the world if yeah. let it you just gotta like start to be like more comfortable with like being a normal human being because like bodybuilding is like it's a year-round sport but it's not like a year-round you look good sport and you can't I don't think it's just not realize that it's not a maintainable look and there are some like I feel like it's like an older women thing like that I felt like older it fit influencer women who do stay lean like all year round and like and their whole Instagram is like, everything is like picture perfect. And I wonder how bad like they hurt like at night. Like how do your knees feel? Like, yeah. like do you still have all your hair? Like how do you feel yeah. like during the day? Are you like sleeping 24 seven? Cause like, you have no energy. Yeah. You, know, you gotta give your body a break or it's gonna, it's gonna break. No, seriously. I don't think people realize that like um, with bodybuilding, like there's definitely different levels to it and around certain times like if you're getting ready for a show that's one thing but like afterwards like you're not always going to look like you're getting ready to step on stage and there's different so that I've learned like granted because I'm not I'm not competing I don't know if I even plan on ever competing again but still like going through the different phases of what it's like to compete and then like post show and then just like living like the healthier lifestyle and like just still choosing that type of training style itself you find like the different avenues within bodybuilding um and you kind of can find it you can find that like avenue for yourself where it fits your lifestyle but I think when you hear bodybuilding or if you're on Instagram and you're like following other bodybuilders you only get like the intense like this is what it's like when you're getting ready for a show and like you have to like they go like all in and like, that's all you're seeing. So you don't see like the more lax side of things where it's like the healthier versions of bodybuilding or the less intense versions. Um, I don't know, but then that kind of goes into like, it does matter who you follow too. And I think like your perception on, 
um, how you look at training, how you look at yourself and your own goals at your own progress. It can change depending on who you're following and what you're seeing on a day-to-day basis. If you're following like the fit influencers that are only posting, you know, their glamorous workouts or their sexy workouts, as you say, like, of course, like that's what you're going to expect your training to look like when in reality, it's not like that. So then you're setting yourself up for a training situation that is not actually, you know, real. And then you get down on yourself. I feel like you could actually like, it could all like, it can be considered like a toxic environment to put yourself in. So maybe like for anyone watching, like you can go through like your feed and if you like find these people who aren't like that you do follow and like maybe you started following them because you thought that they would be someone that they aren't like just maybe just like unfollow them or like don't look at their content before you go to the gym or don't really take take everything that they have with like a grain of salt because like uh, this Instagram they say it all the time Instagram is a highlight reel and like unfortunately no one's life is actually what they put on their Instagram unless you got a shit posting account where you can put all of like the bad stuff that happens in your life. Um, yeah. And I think that in, like social media is kind of turning a corner. It's getting there. It's we're, we're pushing the, the direction that it's going with like being a little bit more transparent, even if it's fake transparency right now. Um, right. I think people are getting a little bit more comfortable. Um, it's not to be said for everyone, but there are some people out there who are, kind of pushing it to the transparent side. I can't even think of like another word, relatable, relatable side. Yeah, I would say relatable. Um, Especially with like, um, like the introduction of TikTok. Um, some of it's too relatable. Some of it's like too personal. Um, yeah. I think that you can dial it back a certain amount. Um, yeah. But uh, people have like no problem talking about very um interesting stuff on tiktok things that you shouldn't be transparent about like your sex life and yeah. all that stuff i think that can um i can stay under wraps on the internet because the internet's written in pen and like you can't delete that like ever yeah. even if you delete it it's out there you gotta that's like a whole other discussion like you gotta be careful about what you're posting on the yeah. internet because especially like getting affiliated with like supplement comp- companies and like really pushing stuff like what if one day it all comes out like that supplement company was like killing people like whatever supplement you've been pushing like ends up and then they end up in a lawsuit and then you're trying to get another job and then you were affiliated with this and this is like a big like a dramatic um example but like there goes your like uh, like the coach era, not coachability. Like there goes like your higher ability. That's not a word. Employability. Ability to be employed. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like that's a real thing. Like I get DMs like all the time from just random little small like apparel lines or jewelry or yeah, and it's like that's kind of cool. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like you don't know what this business is about. What this actually is, you don't know who's behind it. Like. Even if it's just, like, a startup that's, like, hey, listen, like, we're starting up and we really want whatever. Like, you got to be careful about that stuff. And I I don't know. It's one of those things where I feel like because social media is, like, growing at the rate that it's growing and, like, the career options that you can 
like have, like if you utilize social media in the right ways, I definitely think that it's getting to be this like murky water of where like you don't know what's real and what's not. And so it can mm-hmm. be a little bit hard to navigate. Um, and people who, um, we made this a rule a long time ago, but people who talk about like their drug use yeah. on social media, like there are cops on the yeah. internet all the time. <laughs> and like, you're like, oh, I live in such and such area. And then yeah. here are all the drugs that I take. Here are all the drugs that I sell to my clients. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotta, you gotta use your, gotta use your brain use a little bit. And then it goes, like, to the other side, like, so what? So maybe some cops follow you. They don't care enough to, like, arrest you or, like, whatever. Um, yeah. What if the kid sees that? Like, oh, like, I want to be just like so-and-so. Yeah, and and this is the drugs he takes. So now I'm going to take X amount of drugs, even though I'm 14 and you're 25. Um, and now you've That's heard a kid. That's another thing, yeah. To be mindful of, like, what you're putting on social media because you don't know. And it's not even, like... You know, I think you can look at it both ways. Some people are like, oh, like, I need to watch what I put on social media, um, you know, for the the sake of, like, you know, who's going to be, uh, like, a potential job offer or something like that. But then it's also, like, you have to look at, like, for me, like, when I post something, like, I always, in the back of my mind, I think that there's younger females out there that are watching or that might stumble across it. And that always ends up like changing my direction with a lot of like some of the content stuff that I post because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want a younger female to think that, you know, this is the only way or that this is the like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I get very like, it's so weird. It's almost like I'm like, okay, if I was like my younger self, what type of like role model would I want or what would I need looking back as like a little girl? And I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's try to go that direction and not like, hey, Check out my ass because yep. like, we already got enough of that shit and we don't need exactly. any more of that. So like, let's focus on other things that are more important. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. I used to um, be very particular. I don't have never had a private Instagram. Um, even my shit post page is not private. Um, I used to always be very careful about letting the kids that I coach follow me. Yeah. For like ever. And then I realized that like, even without them having followed me in the past, I'm very careful about what I post. I try not to curse a lot, but like it ends up happening. Um, but I, I ended up taking it like an entirely different way. Um, if they're going to see me, they're going to see me doing stuff that's positive. So like most of my, um, Instagram and it's not, it's gotten a little bit more adult as I've moved away from coaching. Um, but like, if you look back like past years, like, I had like an entire coach's Instagram that like was only my kids so that like I completely allowed them to follow. If they asked to follow me on Instagram, that was the one that I gave them. Uh, They only followed my coach's page, but they're little kids and they find you everywhere. They'll like, they won't even follow you and you can see that they've like looked at your stories and stuff. So I, (laughs) after that, I started to be like more mindful. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure that they saw like, Oh, like coach Annie eats healthy food and coach Annie trains really hard. And like, I want to eat healthy food. I want to train really hard. Um, post lots of pictures of my dogs, like things like that, not showing my butt cheeks to everyone. And like, I don't really have a reason to post like thirst trap pictures. And like, I love posting thirst trap pictures, but those go on now my shit post account. And like that doesn't have my name on it or anything. So hopefully the the little ones don't see that. 
But right. if you are a coach or you're a teacher or you're someone, honestly, anyone in this space and like you have a professional, you can have a professional Instagram and you can have a not professional Instagram. That's like private. And that's like more of like a close friends only. They need to like update the close friends only to like an entire page that you can have. Shoot. That would be a great idea. I would yeah. love that. Cause then you can really have like a, like a super hidden shit post account um, that only certain people can see and not just stories. I mean, then I there's Snapchat that, that exists. Right. Then there's Snapchat, that. of course. But that's also yeah. a whole different avenue. But I think that we covered a lot of bases, even though we started with phones. And then I guess the internet's on our phones, so. It all into, makes sense. We tied yeah. it together well. You know, wrap Do you ever think of the word? On top. We're great. Do you ever think of the word that I said that I couldn't remember and that you couldn't remember? No. No, that's okay. We I can think record it was it. self-conscious. Okay. I think that's what it was. That worked. Because, like, okay, when you get all, like, nervous, in your head? you get self-conscious about, like, whatever. At you? Yeah, I think that was the word. But anyway, we did it. Look at us go. Second Tuesday tea. Um, for anyone watching, everyone watching, anyone watching, if you guys have any topics that you want us to talk about, I can't guarantee you that we'll stay on topic, um, but we'll stay close to the topic. Um, but comment it below. And, um, I think I'll, this time I'm going to try to get like a little clip so that we can put it on the Facebook and then see if anybody has any other topics. Oh, next time, I guess we can go through the questions that we missed in the women's podcast. Yeah. yeah, this is like a secret, like, um, not secret, but like, a. I mean, it's kind of secret, though, because only people that women, are in our yeah. group can see it. So technically, it's a secret chat. Yeah. That we can't tell it. You just had to bring people with you and like, that's it. I don't know. Oh, you can react to things. Oh, nice. Cool. Oh, look at it. Okay. I'm getting off topic. Okay, party people. We will see you the next time that we do a Tuesday tea, which should be next Tuesday. So bring your tea. Yeah. Give us more things to talk about.